If I fall, she catches me. When I stumble, she grabs my hand. She's my confidant, my safety net, my right-hand woman, my number one fan. When I don't know the way, she does the research to guide me. Through triumphs and failures, during moments of embarrassment or disgrace, she's right there beside me. When the pain and self-doubt becomes too great, she knows just what to say. More importantly, she knows just what to do to ward negativity away. She's my support system, my angel, my sister from another mother, my other significant other, my kindred spirit, my sister circle, to whom I owe much merit. Welcome to Melanated Conversations. Our narrative and our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tyrion. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. I am your co-host, Tarian. And I'm your co-host, Yana. Yana, how you feeling today? Feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? Doing great. Just great. Yes. I'm excited. I am too. It's so many. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm excited for a couple of reasons. I'm sure you're probably excited for the same reason. Yes. Pretty sure. First of all. We're back in the same room. In the same room. In the room where it happened. The room where it happened. <laughs> okay. Y'all know we're some fools. Sorry. All right. But not only that, we've got some special guests yes. with us today. Yes, yes, yes. We've got Bethany. And Sherline joining us today. Welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Special is the only way in which to describe us. <laughs> <laughs> did you say special? I, did I say special? I probably did. <laughs> but I say that about everybody. I think. Y'all really. God damn. <laughs> you had Be- Bethany's head was this big. Y'all just took it down. Y'all just took he it down. Inflated like a sad balloon <laughs> after three days of the birthday party. You know, y'all hold a special, like a, a, a real special, special place in our heart. And we're going to tell y'all more about that today on the show because Absolutely. y'all don't know. These are our angels. Uh, 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 go ahead, Monica. I think of you. Hey. Look, oh, girl, I just said the wrong word. I said, I think of you. That is not the I word. I look at you yeah. looking at me. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Back on track. <laughs> now, welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you for Thank joining you us and saying yes. I finally got my yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> This this just proves perseverance pays off. <laughs> that is true. You're very right about that. You're very so right about that. this just lets me know 2020, 2021, let me oh, say this right, going. is off to a, a great start because yes. Yes. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> so again, um, to our listeners, we have both Bethany and Sherline. We're going to talk a little bit about um, their collaboration, their partnership, and all the things they have going on with Crackers and Soup yes. and their podcast, 
chatting over chowder. Which is, we'll talk about some things on that end too. Yes, but before we get into our chat today, y'all know how we do. I hope y'all are ready on the other yeah. end. We are getting ready to play a game. I'm so scared. Mm. What was that? Do you don't drop the mic? Don't drop the mic. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play a game? Y- yes. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna play one. Gotta go. One gotta go forever. Oh, forever. 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 Ever. 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 Hey, Tammy, that's hard. Yeah. I don't know if I want to play. Um. All right. So, okay. I'm going to give you guys like, I'm going to give y'all five options and you have to tell me one has to go forever. Since we started off kind of a little bit on the behind the scenes side, we was, um, we had a little Beyonce, we opened a little Beyonce. Right. I feel like let's do a Beyonce. One got to go. Let's do it. Forever. Forever. That's Terry and that's not me. Okay. Love on top. Crazy in love, single ladies, or formation. Mm. Want to take that one first? I'll We're take that- it. Single ladies. Oh. Single ladies got to go forever, forever, ever. Why, Bethany? You yeah. said that. You said that with some like stank. You, you was like, you got, you got some animosity with single ladies, which you know, I want to hear. <laughs> that song is so tight. Okay, I do have to say, I was listening to Love on Top. On my way to Starbucks today. <laughs> so that is ironic and a little bit creepy. Single ladies is tired. It's played at every wedding. It's played at every bachelorette party. It is, but it Probably is to get all the single women out there. When, when people get ready to throw the bouquet. That happened at my wedding. Yes. That's exactly what happened. I'm dead. Dead serious. <laughs> I don't remember that. You wasn't a single lady. Um, that's probably why I was probably getting, I, that was probably my, I was like, ooh, this one, everybody going to the floor. I'm going to get my cake, my second round of cake. So yeah, I was becoming. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's a good opportunist there. <laughs> right. But no, Bethany, that's. Okay. I am. It's exhausted. You know, let I it would, go. I would say. I just have to go by like order of how i like the songs okay and i would say single ladies is probably the last one on that list and that's the only reason we'll go because love on top the vocals in that are awesome yeah because i was i was showing i was into the different octaves even if none of us can hit the notes like you know we're trying (laughs) and then crazy in love that's just that's just really good and i love singing that one um formation is it in. N- enough said. Yeah, enough said. <laughs> so yeah, I'd have to say single ladies. Wait, I thought you gave us five options. Is there a fifth? It was one? I said four. I think it was four. Okay. Yeah, I think that was four. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I guess I'd have to go with single ladies because that's probably the least. Unless you have one that's not on the list that you would toss out. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to think. I'd have to think. I can't think of it right now. I'd yeah. have to scroll through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To look at it like. Yeah. I think for me, because like Bethany said, single ladies, and I was like, why would you do that? But then like just remembering everything that's on the list. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. single ladies got to go. Yeah, for, forever. Because like like Sherilyn said, that um, love on top, listen, 
the the octave, the range. Uh, since when she did that live performance of Love on Top for MTV, and she was pregnant. Pregnant, yeah. You know, like a lot of times, vocalists their their vocals change during pregnancy. And she was just like, I'm keep kicking it up and I'm gonna give you these two steps while I'm six months pregnant. Like, g- get all of this. Yeah, because she also used it as her like announcement, didn't she? Yes, exactly. So that, um, what was the other one? Love on Top. Love on Top. Oh, Crazy, Crazy in love. love. Yeah. Crazy in Love. She was like, I'm gonna give you this. But that was the start. Well, oh, the start of her like, so like real solo career taking yeah. out point. So um, that was a pivotal point. Definitely. And then formation. I mean, that's I feel like that was when the trajectory of her like her career started to change in a different direction. She was like, no, I'm going to start catering to my peeps. Like, I know I'm mainstream and I'm versatile and I can cross over, but I'm going to I'm making this strictly for. The brothers and sisters out there. She was like, "Let's get in formation," um, and she set the tone in a totally different way. So, yeah, yeah by single ladies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna keep the trend going with this one. I'm gonna have to probably drop single ladies too, um, because when the song came, the song never applied to me. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Until, like you said, love on top the vocals, crazy in love too, and formation, like you said. So. It's just, and single ladies too just became too like colonized. It, <laughs> oh, it, it really did. I don't know about you, but all I picture nowadays when I think of single ladies is like Justin Timberlake. Yes, I was like, about to say that, Cheryl. <laughs> Justin Timberlake on, was it on SNL? SNL, I think. Yes. Yeah, like he put on the, the, the bodysuit and everything and was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was and the thing is we all know the moves even if we like <laughs> he was giving us the five six seven eight for sure i do okay. have to ask was the beehive question planned because you guys are in all yellow do no. you hear Tarion like mention like the beehive the- because she, like she was like yeah just she's like i got nothing on the beehive <laughs> it really it wasn't. wasn't we just we just didn't sing come on <laughs> Claps, clappity clap, clap, clap. So you can, if you, you and your people are listening, first of all, thank you for listening. Thank Come on now. Listening. But second of all, you can send us your next box. Period. Thank you. Um, you, you really can. We, we ain't, we, we ain't hard to please. I, I'm going to say this, but don't throw me out of like, I don't want to have to submit my black girl card. Oh, Beyonce's- Beth, when you leave with that, Lord, oh, go ahead yeah. and slide it over. <laughs> Beyonce's not my boo. You know what? I feel we. I, I think we're probably in agreement on that. I think my only issue as of late has been because she's forever really great at keeping herself relevant by switching up her sound mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be more on trend with whatever's going on. Not but true. sometimes. I mean- I think it's like too on trend to, that it doesn't like, you know, like I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I really don't care for that kind of music right now. Yeah. So I don't I know if that's like a it. sign that like I'm getting old, but yeah. like, and I think that that's what it is. Cause I'm more, I, a, I'm more of a Solange girl myself. Yeah. So. No, you are. <laughs> and she I'm keeps gonna, it consistent. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to say, I'm with you, Bethany. Like I, I'll tell people any day I was, I've never been a Beyonce stan or member of the beehive. However, 
when Yana took me to see Beyonce live, and I like I listened to all her music and everything, but I wasn't that person that was like, oh my gosh, Beyonce. And I but I saw her live and I was like, this chick puts on a I show. Yeah, I mean, she's a Virgo. It's it's I, I can see that. And I think that, that goes for a lot of artists. I think once you see them live, you appreciate them differently. Either you hate them or you love them that much more. Yeah, yeah. And I so- haven't gotten to ever see her live. My cousin did. And she was like, I like Beyonce, but she goes, I have never in my life been like sweat on me. She was like, I was front row. She was like, I'm okay if you sweat on me. <laughs> she was like, that's how good she was. Oh um, my God. Yeah. It's like the whole production yeah. is just, I mean, it's just unmatched. And I think I've been to what, four or five shows now. And I think mm-hmm. I've, I've taken somebody it's new different. every time. <laughs> The first time my husband, I dragged my husband, we went together and because he was just like, I can't believe I'm going to a Beyonce concert. But after he left, he was like, oh my God. <laughs> I keep telling like, you. Like, this is uh, like, he was like, I have a whole new respect for her. He's like, I'm not like a fan, but she made me like more of a fan just of just the level of production, the work, the thought, yeah. the everything, just the visuals. Everything is so good. Ain't not a misstep or misbeat. So, and and I do also have to say, I am older than like I'm the oldest out of all four of us, and I do think it has to do with age. Oh, it's a number. (laughs) It's 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 a it's a legitimate number when you got three kids and you work at a full time job and you tie it all the damn time. Like a Beyonce, a a Beyonce concert to me is exhausting. Like my husband and I, the last concert we went to was Sade and that was exactly my speed. (laughs) Well, like, I mean, it's, it's very like a vibe, you know, she was a total vibe. People were smoking weed. I don't know how at the concert, but I wasn't mad at them because I thought, yes, this is exactly what the vibe yeah. for Sade. Yeah, because smoke that. You're going to lose about three, five pounds before you you better wear your comfortable shoes and comfortable don't clothes. Be, but it's don't be trying to be. Their, their they showed. I was like, they this never see their first concert because yeah. they don't know. Because <laughs> you're going to stand up the whole time because people in front of you are always going to be standing. So yeah. you ain't even work buying a seat. Just just make it standing room only. Bring your comfortable shoes. Or I'll be unsafe. Probably when, when the world reopening, we can't catch it. I don't even know if she's doing anything now. You know, she just dropped things and like, I'm just going to give y'all this little Netflix special or this little Hulu. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she just Disney plus in it. She's like, I don't even have to do concerts anymore. Her and Blue no. about to drop a book. That's what they, that's what they <laughs> right I mean, I'm sure these artists are all like, because I, I miss going to concerts. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And the fact that it's been like a whole year and we know we can't. Um, my mom surprised me with like M- Michael Bublé tickets for March. I was like, yo, mom, that stuff is probably <laughs> going to sell out. Like it's probably going to get canceled. But I thought it was really sweet. Yeah. But there's a huge difference between like my range of music, like style of music that I like is, again, goes from like Michael Bublé, you know, reggaeton to salsa uh, everywhere. I'm literally like all over the map. But um, I will say at a Spanish concert, Who's sitting down? You're dancing. Forget like swaying and no, you're legit like dancing. When I tell you it's drunk people 
everyone's dancing. You don't know who's next to you, but next thing you know, you're dancing with them. I'm like, I wonder how things are going to be post-corona. Like, yeah, <laughs> you you said something that, 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 that I don't want to say triggered, but it took me back to a place. So um, a couple of years ago, my husband and I, we went to this, it was a, a Latin restaurant. And after hours, it kind of turns into like a salsa oh, dancing club. club. Yes. And it was so cool. I was like, oh, and I was like, when do we get to sit down? But uh, <laughs> it was like the, um, with the SpongeBob 15 minutes later, I was like, <laughs> your calves are killing you. <laughs> regiment oh, are they on? I can't. I don't. I was like, I was like, we're gonna get a slow song in there at some point. It's gotcha. just like the cadence gotcha. is just like on go. Yeah. I'm like, I literally, I woke up the next morning. I was so sore. I was like, that's that's my workout. I, I'm not doing nothing today. I'm sitting in this Epsom salt because I didn't know I was going. My husband tricked me. Thought we was going on the date. He took me to a workout. That don't count. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun though, but I was just like, I, I know going forward, like, make sure I'm in shape, like, <laughs> maybe run some laps and we warm up before because stretch calf muscles with hidden though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck got you be out here, soft girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fun. Thank y'all for playing. Yeah. See, that wasn't bad, Bethany. I know. I thought it was you be asking questions where people have to legit sit there and ponder. Not even think. Ponder. It's a pensive pause. It's a hmm. Hmm. <laughs> they, I think what they do is they go, they go on pause. I mean, they go on mute and be like, I know these help yeah. us deep. Right. That's what that you think is a pause, but they They'd be like, they could have sent that in the prelim question. Right. Oh, all right. So, again, thank y'all for playing. We're actually going to go into our chat and we want to hear a little bit about, yeah, well, we know about y'all, but you know, our listeners today (laughs) now. So, yeah. So, Bethany and Caroline, Yan and I want to know, well, really, our listeners really want to know, like, how did y'all two, how did you two meet, connect, um, start working together? Like, let let us give us a little backstory about uh, behind that. Do you want to take the share line? Oh, great. The heavy okay. <laughs> so I had worked in the corporate world and the criminal justice world for um, a little over 18 years. And in my 16th, 17th, and 18th year, I was kind of experiencing um, a crisis of conscience. I was very, very, very good at what I did. Um, I actually worked at the district attorney's office. I was the office administrator. So I was in charge of a staff of over 14. However, all of the attorneys, all of the ADAs, I had to interact with on, on a daily basis if they needed uh, witnesses flown out and such, such and such. So it actually went the district attorney, the deputy district attorney, and then myself in the list of hierarchy. So it was a very important position. However, it was a very mentally taxing position. And after 18 years, I had seen so many experiences of the criminal justice system just being exhausting from, cause I also worked at a defense attorney's office. So I saw it from the defendant standpoint and I also saw it for, from the victimized standpoint. And I got to a point where I was 
my empathic bells were just like, So, (laughs) so I kept saying to my husband, I am not in a good place mentally. I need to figure out what to do. And I knew that I had the transferable skills as to be a virtual assistant, but I just didn't know what that meant. So I did what I do best, and that is research. And I joined courses. And after I had completed those courses, I got a certification. I created a janky-ass website. It's not the website that we have now, but I was so proud of it at the time because I am not Sherline. And I just thought... I'm the cat's ass. So I said to my husband, I said, I, <laughs> I am going to um, submit my resignation to, to my boss tomorrow. And he said, don't forget, we are a two-income family. <laughs> Essentially, don't fuck up. So <laughs> I said, okay, I'll keep that in mind. So I went to my boss. I gave my resignation. She actually cried. Um, she asked me if I wanted more money. Um, I said, thank you, but no, I need to do this for self-preservation purposes. And I gave her three months because I knew that what I did in that office, nobody else did it. So I knew that I had to train somebody, whomever they chose. And it was the respectful right thing to do. I have great respect for what they do in the office. I have great respect for the majority of law enforcement officers. And I have great respect for people who have gone through the system, who've experienced hardships, because I've seen it all. So when I was figuring out what I wanted to do in the virtual assistant realm, I always knew that I wanted to work into podcasting. And podcasting is actually what got me through the 16th, 17th, and 18th year of my corporate gig, because I would be doing payroll, and I'd be listening to podcasts, and podcasts would uplift me, and they would get me laughing. And they they truly got me through the eight hours every day. And I knew I wanted to be a part of that world. I just didn't know what that meant or how that looked. But I knew I will some way submerge myself into it if I have to get down and dirty. Someone's going to love me and someone's going to hire me as a podcast, something, something. And I'm never going to let them let me go. I named the business Crackers and Soup because at the time when I was coming up with the name, my daughter, she was obsessed with soup and she would not eat it without crackers. And I was like, well, why? Why won't you eat it without crackers? We don't have any crackers in the house. She ate all the damn crackers. And she would be like, but crackers just make it better. And I thought that's the name of my company because my clients are the soup. I am the crackers and we just make it better. So I started off as a VA. I started working with whoever would retain me and and pay me money. Always in the back of my mind, knowing I'm going to get myself in the podcasting industry. So I joined this group, Support is Sexy, and that's where Yana and I actually met. And one of the members of the group, Kimberly Sumter, she put as you know a comment, hey, I just dropped my latest episode. Listen here. Let me know what you think. And I listened to it, and I was in love with her podcast. And I reached out to her, and I said, I love your podcast. I totally binged it. Bitch, you need show notes. <laughs> Because she didn't have any show notes and I wanted to refer her episodes to so many people that I knew that would resonate with it. And there were particular ones that just like felt right to particular people, but I couldn't find which ones they were because I listened to so many at one time. And she was like, okay. And I said, I'll do your show notes for free. I I just want to get into this industry. 
And we developed an amazing rapport. Yana dropped Melanated Conversations and, and we started having a rapport. And it was just a place where it was, it was created by Elaine uh, Fluker. It's actually now Support a Sexy Mastermind. And, it, and it's a place that just cultivated so beautifully women of color coming together and supporting each other and just loving on each other. And we each get like our sarcasm and our vibe. So anyway, when I stopped um, working in my corporate gig, I joined a women's networking program because I wanted to be face-to-face with people as well. So in the what women's networking program, I met Sherline. And Sherline, it was really funny. I, I went there. I only had known one other person who was actually like the leader of that chapter. And I was sitting at the table and Sherline came in. Also, it's a Dominican late. And I was like, oh. A colored person. We were the only one. You know how it is. Like when you're the only minorities in the room and you're just like, like gravitate. Like like a magnet. It was. It was like the whole world dimmed. And we were in like a restaurant that had a lot of windows. And it was like everything turned down the light. And like her presence and she had her hair out and her curls were popping. (laughs) And and her her clothes were all cute. I was like reunited. (laughs) <laughs> it was total so I'll run to you. <laughs> and Bethany and Bethany was so bubbly, her laugh, her smile, cracking up. And like she when like, you know, like in these networking events, you all have like a how what is it, a minute to um introduce yourself and what you mm-hmm. do whatever. Bethany's little one minute intro just had me dying, and I was just like I don't know this girl, but we're going to be friends. Which was <laughs> wild because I was making shit up as I went along. Like people, <laughs> people do not take stock and making shit up as you go. Because if that's, if that's going to get you attention and, and you may not have any confidence in what you're saying, yeah. but if you could add some spark to it, you could convince people, look, you should retain me. I may not know it now, but I can figure it out. Yeah. Don't don't toot your own horn if you can't figure it out though, because that's just shitty. Don't take people's money if you can't figure shit out. A word. So so at the end it was really funny. You you put in a slip of who you wanted to connect with, and then um the leader of the chapter pulled out a name, and Sherilyn and I were actually won the connection. So we won a free lunch. Oh, that's see, it was oh destined. So once we had that free lunch. We were done. Well, I was like, this is my boo. This is my boo. I kept telling her she was actually with another company. And I was like, I'm going to steal you. I'm going to steal you. I had I had premonitions. I was like, I'm going to steal you. It's going to happen. I'm going to steal you. And, and I did. Funny. And the funny thing is, is that right? As I was working for this other company, I was a COO there. And um, we were doing social media courses for people. And so Bethany actually took the course. And so we then needed to hire a VA to like help us out. And Bethany did so well, like in the live course, like our social media course that, um, that I was like, I was like, yo, we need to hire her. I was like, I told my boss, I was like, we need to hire her. And so Bethany and I got even closer than we were because of the fact that we were now like working together and she was our VA. And then after like Rona and everything, the company was having some issues. So like, you know, we had to let go of some people, mm-hmm. but then afterwards, Bethany and I were just like, so, <laughs> um, and that's, and, you know, we ended up together and, um, but no, it was, it was awesome. And I think for me, the biggest thing was 
sort of like working with females who understand your dynamic is so different. It's so different. And the, the thing is like, I, I've, so I've done graphic design because I, I learned it in high school. I went to a, a vocational school. So I did graphics there. Um, but after I graduated, I started to become a freelancer and freelanced and even worked for a, a, an advertising company for a little while. But so it's, it's, I have like about 12 years experience in that. But um, once you're in a, a male dominated industry, it's so different. And once you start like, because this networking group that we joined was like an like a female uh, networking group. So it was so different to like, have that vibe and that support because as much as even if men try really hard not to make something like the good old boys club it happens it happens and it's like no matter what you do as a woman especially if you're a you know a woman who's a mother or wants to be a mother it it's so difficult to compete with men in that stance it's so difficult when you're in a male-dominated industry and you find other women who have the same interest as you, it, oh my God, I can't like the melting of, of perfection, like is, is insane. And so I think that's the thing that like, I loved and I was so excited to work with Bethany with, because I was just like, I was like, we can do this. And as women, we can empower each other and and push each other up. And not only that too, but like seeing your other sisters and friends sort of just grow in the industry it's amazing you know what I mean and and having that support and we really do it's not a competition we really really do support each other and push each other up man first of all yeah definitely our friends but we thought like because the dynamic that you two have um from when we all first when we first met you share a line like it was just I felt like I was like I feel like they been like they grew up together (laughs) or they knew each other because are y'all in the same like area, city, yeah. Area, yes, area. we're in the same okay. city. And okay. y'all have never met outside of just that, like never outside of the, the networking group, you said. The networking group is actually what brought us together. Yeah. Um, but yes, but we, and we didn't know each other. Sherilyn is significantly younger than myself. Yeah, you, like. You act like you like six. I know, I tell her that all the time. Not only that, but she acts like I'm like a 15-year-old <laughs> over here. I'm a girl, I, I'm I'm 30 I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like a 22 little bumpkin, fresh, <laughs> like out of school. No, but that's she's like Bethany my wee baby she's sister. She's my wee baby sister. My bones feel like 60. That's what I think. <laughs> I think mine was manufactured by the same company. I mean, <laughs> I need to like check the factory Um. Said his own ease. My warranty <laughs> done ran out, especially on this left knee. Um, mine was not made in China because this shit is breaking down. <laughs> Break, or wasn't made in China. <laughs> and another thing I connected with too, Bethany, is how you talked about, you know, you're sharing your personal story about, you know, how you really kind of got into podcasting. And same, I was like, this is why me and Bethany like, Boy, we like here. I think we were both sending our cubicle. Well, I was in the cubicle. You might have been in the desk. You might have had an office, but I was in the cubicle. And I was like, this can't be my life. And I turned on that supportive sexy podcast. And I was like, Ooh, I like this <laughs> woman here. Um, 
And it's so interesting that we were in different worlds, different spaces, listen to the same podcast and for the same reasons. And we met in that place and y'all, I can't, I really, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to cry in this episode because y'all know sometimes I can cry and I don't need to be crying with Bethany on the show because we don't need them problems either. And I'll stop crying too because if I see someone crying, I told you my empathic ass, I'll (laughs) stop crying too. I'm like, when you first started talking, I said, I know this guy. Yes, it'd be your own family. Like rub my shoulder, some. You know, some people don't like that when you know when they cry. They be like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." Maybe that's just me. <laughs> no, you good. My but best yeah. friend Tisha is just like Tyrion, so like, and she knows I'm a blubber mess. So I'm like, Ugh. and she don't know what to do. Like she, so she'll just. So now we have like a running gag, and she'll go, "Woo woo woo, woo woo," like Kim Coles. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> The minute you reject me because I'm trying to like comfort you, then I'm gonna have to pop you. And I don't I don't want it to turn into anything violent. So I just rather save everybody. I'm gonna let you Look. see your emotions. I'm gonna feel them from afar. So we know how to bring it back professionally. Right. Um <laughs> but yeah, kind of back on support is sexy though. Like I said, it was just so interesting how we shared in that same dynamic and it brought us to that place. And there's so many things I can say about that group and all the women, because I feel that group was so monumental and a lot of things for, especially for Terry and I, because we were, we didn't start our podcast really until I got into, well, we were both in the mastermind, the larger group, but I actually was part of her um, smaller circle, her um, coaching program, Elaine Fluker's coaching program. And just even that was surreal to me because when I listened to her show, I wrote her down on my vision board as somebody I just wanted to just meet. That was just it. Just wanted to meet. And the fact that it came, it it just blossomed into not only me getting to meet her, but actually work with her um, as well as meet so many, like it's, it served as like that bridge to meet so many other women who, uh, women of color that identify in the same space as looking for that support, as looking for that collaboration, as looking to see other women thrive. It's just so good. And also, if we hadn't had that connection, we'll talk about this a little deeper, but Bethany and Sherline actually support us on the show. So they, they, ooh, they are angels, y'all. Um, no, I'm not crying. Not just, <laughs> but no, that, that it just, you know, it's just, it, when you think about, when you think about the goodness, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> The moment when we had to not log into audacity. Come on. The moment when we had to split no tracks. tracks. The moment when we can go into Canva and be like, it's already done. <laughs> Colors are alive. Our photos is shining. <laughs> Y'all, was a huge goal for us. It really was a huge goal for us. Mm-hmm. And um, to be able to have women support you in those efforts and back you and collaborate in a way 
um, especially it's, it's bigger than just, you know, we just passing this off to someone that helps us, but it's, we're also supporting business. We're supporting each other's business. And on top of that, we get each other's business. Like it's, it's, it's so much deeper than just an exchanging of money. Like it's, it's, I, I'm going to let y'all talk because I feel like I'm taking over the mic because I will like no, preach here in a I minute. Mean, you're right. It, that That's exactly what it is. And it's hard to find people that you get and that gets you and your vision and vice versa. Um, but not only just from that professional standpoint, but then also I think just in a relational, just basic relational type of way, like, yes, Jan and I are a family. And so we do have like a, you know, it's a different type of bond, but then for that to translate over into working with Bethany and Sherline. And for me, I'm just now meeting these two women here recently, like, and the instant click, yeah, like I feel is so unheard of. Um, and for us, we like, man, we want the world to know about this and to hear and to see this because we know how the world perceives black women and women of color individually, but then you talk about us working together and getting along and supporting one another and really having each other's back. That is so unheard of, or I should say the world don't show it. Show it exactly. <laughs> the world does not show it. And so that this collaboration, this partnership just um man, it is something so special. For for Yana and I, we are so grateful for y'all, and we want to share. We just want to share that with our listeners, um, because child, honey, I don't know what y'all doing elsewhere, but over here, around here, and over there, where they at up up north, it's it's something serious. It we uplift up, each other, uplifting, <laughs> like and, and we, we feel the same way. Like Sherline and I, from jump, from the, like the moment we met each other. We have been aligned in our values and who we want to work with and who we want to engage with. And I think that that's why I gravitated so quickly to Sherline because we just understood like on a fundamental level of who we each are as people and who we are together as a team. And where she is strong, I am weak. And where I am weak, she is strong. And we balance each other so well, like, like the scale of justice. And we always say our clients are only people that we would listen to their podcast. We don't work with people that we wouldn't listen to their shit. We don't work with people who don't have the belief that having a woman of color's voice is imperative to the narrative of not only this country, but of the world. That uplifting spirit and that strength and that momentum is going to be so influential in making this world a better place. And any part that Sherline and I can do in that transition, any part, it, I mean, and Sherline creates graphics for your soul. <laughs> every time she sends me an email I'm like I love it and it's like I'm not just being like whatever I truly love every freaking thing that she makes <laughs> let, 
me yeah. tell you, because when she sent over those those few um the the last graphics with the the quotes, the quote graphics, I was like, Terry, we're gonna have the any mini money modus oh, thing because no, I was one. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like I like them all. And it was even like the small details because we went back. We was like, oh, she changed the fingernail polish on your your <laughs> nails. Like, options. Yes. Options. <laughs> well, and the thing for me, like I, I have to give Bethany a lot of credit in that her choosing the people that we connect with. You know what I mean? Because she is the one who who does the outreach and you know makes those connections. I trust like a hundred percent that whoever it is that she brings in as a client, like because I know who she is as a person and her standards, I'm always excited to like meet them. So when like we first met. Like it, it just, like you said, it felt natural. And that's because I know that that's how Bethany picks people. P- Bethany picks people who like she knows are her people. It's funny. Cause I can't even say that you're type a, cause you're not, but you are in the sense that she's like super organized. She's like on the money with everything. I'm type A. I'm type A. My name ain't start with a B. She's type A, but with like a a personality of... (laughs) It is very strategic in who I choose because I've worked with so many people for so long that I did not enjoy them. I I did not enjoy their company. I did not enjoy their conversation. I did not know how they still retained the job in which they were paid to work. I was like, if I'm going to create this business, I promised myself I did a Girl Scout oath. Even though I was only a brownie, I didn't even make it to Girl Scouts. I did my brownie oath that I would only choose people that I wanted to engage with. And I have no qualms of reaching out to people who aren't giving Sherline the information that she needs in order to finish something, who isn't responding to me. I have no problem with dropping in their their DMs, dropping in their emails and saying, hey, you paid us for a service. We're trying to create that service for you, the best to our ability, and you are holding yourself up, which is holding us up. I have no tolerance for that. I have no tolerance for disrespect of, of my staff. So it is, I'm all like, hee, 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 until I'm not. <laughs> and then when I'm not, they they fucking feel it because I got an email yesterday and it said, okay, mom. <laughs> and I was like, I'm all right with that. You're going to get me the shit that I, that I asked for and you're going to respond appropriately. See, I because like we're trying to lift you up. We can't help lift you up unless you help us help you. And I take that very seriously because there's nobody that works with us that's going to come back and be like, they took our money and didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I will not have that reputation. And I document everything. Oh, I, 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 (laughs) proletarian talk because she's probably going to. What was you going to say? I was just going to say that it's crazy once again. And I feel like (laughs) we've had this conversation Mm -hmm. how y'all balance each other out. Um, and how Yana and I balance each other out, but then it like the parallel, the parallels are like <laughs> ridiculously uncanny. Like it's crazy how much, which I think attests to another reason why we all click. 
so well um because yana is definitely that type a and i'm okay <laughs> with her being that type a i'll be type a in other ways but really yeah. when it comes to like getting things like done and like emails sent out i'm like i'll let because first of all i'm gonna come up in an email all kinds of incorrect or incorrect <laughs> see you see what i'm saying you see what i'm saying so i just i let her do that okay get give me ideas visuals colors da 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 i can you know translate that or pass it on now to share a line and say these are the things that we're looking for um but yeah as far as uh the communication side unless we are on the mic then i let yana like handle that although there are certain times i'm like i should probably still do <laughs> I think Bethany and I have those moments too, where I'm like, I'm like, Bethany, calm down. This is, it's yeah. a little much. Let's, because yeah. <laughs> we do. But I think for me, Bethany teaches me boundaries that much more and how to sort of hold myself to a higher standard. Yeah. And I think in, in the opposite direction, sometimes I help soften her a bit when it's like, she's overwhelmed and it gets crazy. And then I'm like, let's breathe. I'm like, let's breathe. We can do this, you know? So I, I do love that, that balance. Um, and like you said, really helping each other out in that sense. And um, I admire Bethany's work ethic and her, you know, like her ability to just honest, like, well, okay. I hate the, the one thing I used to hate is when someone would ask me to do something right. And I'd be like, okay, let me Google it for you. Cause you know, you could have done it yourself. <laughs> and cause literally like things that, you know, like, you know, that like you can find Bethany's so good at researching and she does that way before she even comes to you with anything. And I, and I love that so much about her um, and her ability. Like you can't tell her like, Oh, you know, I don't know how this works. I don't know. She's like, we'll figure it out. And she figures out a way she, she like, you tell her like, yo, I want, like, I want to go talk to Michelle Obama. I want, I want to meet her. And he's like, let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to find a way to get to her. We're going to find the person who's connected to her. That's connected to her. Like she finds a way to make it happen. And that's what I love so much about her is that she makes those things possible. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Sherilyn. I was going to say, are you sure you're talking about Bethany or are you talking about Yana? Because <laughs> Literally everything you just said, that is Yana to a T. Legit. Y'all are so, y'all are so jealous. <laughs> but it's perfect though, because Yana, I feel like Yana and I couldn't work together. We no, went, girl, we, we went, went done, done. We, we structured, but when we, when we get to it, the same, <laughs> it would be incessant giggling. And then it would be like, damn, we wasted eight hours. Like Tyrion and Sherilyn do such a, a beautiful job of being like, I right, let's get back to it. <laughs> no, yeah. and also, to, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, but I think that the way, the reason why Yana and I, the way that we are is because of our backgrounds. Like mm -hmm. I, I speak in legalese. So I will send, when I send my email, it's not profanity rivet written. It's a stern email, but it is the most professional. Slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most, most yeah, like hit back that you will receive. You'll be like, I think I don't know if she just really came at me. Well, I don't know what happened, but 
I feel some kind of way about it. Well, I'm learning and I just want y'all to teach me your way. Right? But I worked in special education. So um, a lot of things I had to, you know. uh, Dumb it down, basically. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say that. But yeah, definitely. So a lot of times I had had to force myself to think lower, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, which is actually a very hard thing. So then I got used to thinking in that range. And then I was like, oh, let's get back to like more professional type stuff. It's like, I got to <laughs> rewire yourself. I simplified everything. And I think that's what, like you said, where our balance is good, too, because I'm come from corporate HR and, you know, you got to sit these employers down. You got to break it down. And you got to report up. And it's just like, yeah. but you can say the most like. I don't want to say heinous thing, but you can get your point across in the most professional way. And it'd be like, damn, did she just like, did she just read me from my life? Let me go on and open up this computer and do my work. You, yeah, no. But even on the flip side, because y'all just, you know, thank y'all for giving us our flowers. And I know sometimes we, we get on y'all, we might bug y'all a bit, but we, we appreciate y'all for accepting all of us. Um, but like on the other side, like y'all are like some creative geniuses. Like we are so like wrapped into like the information side and just like the structure and the business and different things like that, that it clouds sometimes our creative space. Like we can be creative when we like insert ourselves in this space. Like, okay, I need to, that's part, that's part of the, the structure. We're like, okay, this is creative time. Let me only, set this. Only create. <laughs> this is only, only create. create. <laughs> um, but y'all can just turn it on at any minute. Tyrion and Sherline, y'all's eyes. Oh my gosh. Tyrion was like, oh, because she was one who pointed out the, the different fingernail colors. I didn't even, I skipped all over there. I was like, okay. But Tyrion would just do something simple. She was like, did you see the different pictures I sent? I was like, oh, I thought you just sent two copies. She was like, no. <laughs> One is cerulean. It has like a little essence of a little out of blue. And the light shines, shines from the east on this one. <laughs> no, Tarion, I will say I've loved, loved what you've done. And really, it made it so much easier oh. to like bounce off of that like i love the, the countdowns you guys did because those countdowns that definitely inspired the graphics that i sent you um and everything so i was just like i was like oh these are i was like this is perfection i was <laughs> like you did such a great job with it you know what i mean and, and um and i can see like with everything that you do i see where you're coming from with it and so i love it you've done a great 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 job Thank you. Thank you. And you already know, sis, like you are killing the game out here with these graphics. (laughs) Like we were saying earlier, like just the attention to detail and the fact that I think, I mean, we've literally only been corresponding via email and it's like, okay, here is this. Okay. And then you're like, okay, magic. Here you go. And be like, girl, I ain't even. Okay. And like Bucera is like, hey, we like all of them. So what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Which one do we pick? Meanwhile, I'm on the flip side. Like, Terry, did you sign the waiver? We need to get there. Like, I need to get there. And it's wild too, because we can truly, we can truly see who is ready for this podcasting game. Because it truly is a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
for it when they're working with Sherilyn and creating their cover art. Because if when we run into clients that we're working with that aren't truly sure about their message, they can't convey what they want in their cover art. So Sherilyn is so in sync with the creation side of herself that if you are not fully aligned with what your message is going to be in your podcast, she can't create something that you're going to love, which she does beautifully because you don't know what you want. And even in those circumstances, everything that she puts out and she sends is fire. And I'm like, how do you, how did like, even to the font Mm -hmm. and why this particular font is better versus the other font. No, I feel you. That's, that's, man, this is why this is just, you know, and it goes back to that, you know, when you open yourselves in this space, like truly women collaborating and just really just elevating each other and their gifts and how you can just really thrive together when it's just, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm loving this. I want to quickly segue into well, you talked a little bit about kind of your clients and what you guys look for and crackers and soup and the mission behind your brand. But I want you to talk about your latest project mm-hmm. that you have now, because you guys not only are, you know, on the podcast side from the, you know, production and support side of podcasting, but now you have your own show as well. And we are here for it. And we, we are on it too, y'all. We're going to yes. talk about that. Yes. So can y'all tell us a little bit about, um, the idea and the concept um, of your podcast, um, your podcast chatting over chowder. Um, can you tell us a little bit of how that came into, um, you know, from ideation to the point to where you guys um, decided to you collectively, you know, produce this and um, yeah, a little bit about the podcast in general. You want to take it, Charlene? Well, so chatting over chowder which first of all, Bethany is a wordsmith. I love, <laughs> I love the play yeah. on, on the word based off of like the company named crackers and soup. Um, <laughs> literally when she first told me, to, I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but and um, it's trademark bitches. So don't try to steal it. <laughs> right. Cause Ooh, people will try God. you. Yeah. But chatting over chowder, basically we talked to, um, women in the podcasting industry and how they started their podcasts, you know, what their favorite podcast is about. And it's, it's really funny because it's, it's very um, laid back. A lot of it's just conversation. And I think I've really enjoyed doing this because although Bethany knows or knew a lot of these people before um, they've come on the show, it was my first time meeting a lot of them and just meeting and hearing the stories of these like incredible women, it inspires me. It keeps motivating me to do what I do. So I love it. So the brainchild actually happened in May of 2020 that I had thought of chatting over chowder. Um, but as Yana knows, I didn't want to be on the front and focal focal point of anything. I'm good with that. Um, I'm the most introverted extrovert that you'll ever know. I, can like goof it up with anybody that I'm close with one-on-one. But once I get into an arena where there's 
more than five people that I actually adore. I just shrink in (laughs) to myself and I just observe and I watch everybody else and I take like mental calculated notes and I'm like, okay, I can groove with you, but I can't groove with you. So, (laughs) so being on display like this, like when you are on a podcast, because I knew if I do a podcast, I'm actually going to have to, you know, be on camera. I'm going to have to be seen places. And that was very intimidating to me. I I knew that I wanted to get our company heard, but I didn't want to get it heard in like a weird way. So I chose chatting over chowder because it's like Caroline said, it's a play off of crackers and soup. And I wanted to chat with people that aren't only podcast hosts, but I wanted us to chat with people who are in the industry, people who do editing, people who are audio engineers, people who are creating the cover arts, people who are creating the copy, um, the show notes and why show notes are so intricate and so important to a podcast, why really good ones are. So I wanted to get the people that were women of color, mostly women of color or allies of women of color, their perspective of of what it's like to work in this industry and their journey of what it's like to be in this industry, because this industry is very male dominated. And the more that we can get those people heard, the more that the people that are listening to us are saying, you know what, A, B, and C did it. It doesn't matter how old I am. It doesn't matter what adventure I am in my life. This is what I truly want. This is what my heart's desire is. And I can do it as well. And it gives us an opportunity to send our amazing guests soup, which we do, because we are so excited that A, you guys have agreed to talk to us because Sherilyn and I are silly as shit. And B, we get to hear your journey and your perspective and, and what you guys are going on. And see the best conversations that Sherilyn and I have, um, either with each other or with our families or with our friends, is over food. Like, I'm Black, Sherilyn's Dominican. That breaking bread conversation is the really real. It's the drops of gems that come out. It's the stuff that's going to resonate with you at night when you're just sitting there thinking. And that's what I wanted to provide to our listeners. No, I love that concept. I, I I love love that. Yes, you know, man, just the word, like the word play and everything. I was like, I see what she does. <laughs> and on top of that, she's tapping into my Torian heart. She know I love a little food. And when she asked for us to be on the show, because we actually are on their show, yes, you guys. Episode, we on the lookout. Well, you, just first of all, subscribe, and Please. you won't even have to worry about when our episode drops because you will just know. Anyway, um, yes, when she said, we're also going to be sending you soup, I said, oh, we're going to have some real soup? Because I thought we, I was going to have to go in there in my own pantry and open up a little Campbell's or something and we Don't just chat. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not sponsored, but you can. Um, so, but yes, that was so, it, it was First of all, like you, like I said, it was just like the concept in general was genius. Yeah, it's genius. Um, we see so many great things for y'all, and we're just mm-hmm. we're we're just so happy to be a part of that and to help um with doing your show. Kind of tell how are y'all's um how do you drop your episodes? How often and how do you seek out your guests? 
Our episodes drop every Monday. Um, just like Melanated Conversations, the best podcast drop on Monday. Listen to Melanated Conversations and then listen to Chatter Over Chowder for a wonderful morning experience. Yeah. Listen and subscribe to both podcasts. Thank you. So <laughs> um, we are, our podcast episodes drop every Monday. Um, they drop at like two o'clock in the morning. So when you are ready to have your morning coffee, you can listen to our shenanigans and ballyhoo. We actually choose our guests based upon the people that we want and like to talk to. <laughs> it's very self-serving. We are very lucky where we haven't. And I think that we have nine episodes recorded thus far. This is it's actually uh, January, the middle of January right now. But we have people scheduled until th- through the middle of March. Yes, yes, y'all mm-hmm. start. Y'all gotta start off on your yes, good foot. Please. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and we have not had any quote unquote strangers in any of the any of the interviews yet. So when our pool of amazing people run out, we don't know what we're gonna do. Sherline, what are we gonna do? I think at that point we'll have people actually reaching out to us too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly that that, that is definitely, that is exactly what, what is going to happen. And if you do reach out to us uh, once again, if you haven't listened to this entire episode, we vet the shit out of people. So come correct. Don't come with some nonsense. I had a dude DM me and he was like, you want to talk to me about me being on your podcast? And I was like, clearly you didn't read the descriptor. <laughs> So no, I don't want to talk to you. Thank you for trying. And let's be real. I'm pretty sure he had plenty of options to choose from to like that. Like he has the exposure out there. Uh, I was like, dude, the (laughs) cocosity. I'm like, we're not friends. You're not following us. I don't know how you heard about me. Yeah, that's, 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 that's foolishness, right? But no, thank you. Mm-hmm. But now we're glad that things are taking off well for y'all and y'all just I ain't gonna share, share horror. Well, we don't necessarily have we don't have any horror stories per se. Uh <laughs> yeah, how do you guys, how do you guys find your guests? So kind of like when we started out, so we always talk about this on the show, like when we first started that first season, Ooh. we were like Tara, you make your list, I'll make mine. I think I can get, you know, I think I might get Tanya from um from high school. Right. She might, I think she was, she was, she was good at la- laying them edges. So I'm gonna yeah. see if we can get our own for <laughs> hair right. show. Who who you got? Uh, Brittany, she I know she used to blow up some balloons for uh the kids party down. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just like, who are we going to talk to? Who who wants to talk to us? Like, yeah. um, on that first kind of, you know, like that first season, we contribute a lot to you, Supported Sexy. We and um, Women of Color podcasters too, because that's been a really help, helpful source for us in yeah. this journey. Um, both, again, led by Black, Black women, let's be, and, you know, really powered by women of color. So mm-hmm. check into those support, support, support. Um, but yes, uh, really being invested in that, that um, informing these kind of relationships with different women. Um, our first season really were women from both of those groups, um, just cross promoting or people that we personally knew. Personally. And then from there, it just went from 
people um, referring people to us. And then we started getting calls, well, not necessarily calls, but emails from like um, PR people and publicists wanting to like have their guests, I mean, have their clients on the show. So from, I would say season three and four, both were, uh, well, we're in season four now, but season three and four were either we had a relationship where we knew the individual but everyone else on our show that didn't fit that kind of model was either referred to us or they reached out to us. We did not do any outreach literally for those two seasons. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. And I I do thank you for bringing up women of color podcasters because Danielle Desir does -hmm. such a phenomenal job and not only bringing women of color podcasters together, but she gives you so much ed- education. Mm-hmm. She gives you so much tools in that Facebook group. And then there's also a woman of colors podcasters membership group mm-hmm. that she has. That's, that's a side to women of color podcasters. And, and it's actually WC podcasters. Mm-hmm. The, Information that she drops on a regular, and she works full time. I'm like, I don't know when this woman That's sleeps. <laughs> like, and then she's like setting up interviews. Sherline has actually been one of her, her master classes for an hour master class on teaching people how to create their own cover art and what to look for and how to create it out of Canva. Um, I've actually gone on and talked about how how to edit using Audacity. So. The type of people that she has on regularly to drop in for an hour and, and drop some gems. She's, she's doing it all and God bless her. So I'm so glad that you brought her up and she's actually going to be one of our guests soon. Yeah. <laughs> she was actually one of our, she was our season in our season two. Was she season two? Or yeah. Season? She was season two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe. But it was early on. Yeah. Early on. But she, um, we were, co- like, of course, like you said, we were connected through WOC podcasters, but we were hooked when they did that first um, Python. Yeah. Yeah. That that really got us like, man, there are so many different entities that really helped to like push us in the right direction. Man, so many, but definitely um, that Python. Mm-hmm. And even that within itself is she and um, her partner um, us over the Asian Lee. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they created that platform to create um, a space for there were so many voices. People of color that were not there were they were kind of being left out on these type of platforms and these conferences and you know we have stories as well yeah. and we 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 are experts in this too and we have knowledge and um and so many of us were not being seen in this in these spaces so they created that as a way for our own voices to shine and 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 as well and to really grow in those areas of speaking and sharing our knowledge so yeah. Again, y'all, just and it goes the cycle of support is just the center of this all. And it's just been amazing. It's been amazing. And I love it because I I have been in um, Zoom conferences not affiliated with WOC podcasters or, you know, support a sexy. And there have been a lot of males in the Zoom conference regarding podcasting. There's been a lot of um, non-minorities 
And I love Lee because she will put in the chats. I'm shocked at the amount of people who are not minorities on this Zoom call. She calls it out. She's like, she, and then like when it's getting ready to end, she'll write, hopefully next time there will be more minorities here. Like she, she puts it on blast. And I'm like, go ahead, go ahead, call that out. Absolutely. I was just about to say, I'm curious to see within the next five years, maybe even less, I think at this point, what the, how the, the, the dynamics shift, if there will, if the, you know what I mean? Almost Mm -hmm. if we flip, flipped it in a way where we see more women of color, women, women of color specifically who are leading in podcasting, in the podcasting industry. I'd be, I'm very interested to see that change. I believe that there has been a shift. I think in 2020, 75% of, and I want to say it's 75%. I I don't know if I'm getting the statistic quite exact, but 75% of the podcasts that were created in 2020 were women hosted podcasts. Come on. Come on. We are coming for next. Mm-hmm. And next. And it's our time. <laughs> Black women, and this may be controversial, and I'm okay with that, have built the foundation of this country. We have fed the children. We have we have sold the fields. We have with literal blood, sweat, and tears not focused on our family to focus on other families. It is the history. It is literally in our bone marrow to bring people up Mm -hmm. and to embrace them and to support them and to encourage them. And if you are lacking diversity in your life, I don't think you are if you're listening to this podcast, but if you're lacking diversity, go find somebody who is the majority of the room and engage with them. Listen to their story. Listen to their narrative. Listen to their history. Listen to their experiences. Because I've had people say to me, oh, you real Black lately. And I've had to explain to them that for 18 years, I was in a white-dominated field. And my position was very political. And I couldn't say the things that I wanted to say. But I damn sure got the experience of being a black woman in a white dominated company when I was literally the only black person in the entire courthouse. I'm not talking about my office. I'm talking about the entire courthouse. And it was a running joke. I'm the freaking token. I had some, I had somebody come up to me at the first of December and say to me, Oh, are you celebrating Kwanzaa? I've had, person come up to me and tell me Kwanzaa is just a holiday because black people need to celebrate something. The experiences that I have and the reason why I hadn't been able to speak out for so long is why I think our voices are so poignant. Nobody should feel that way. Nobody should be subjected to that. Especially when we do so much for this country. Nobody loves America more than black women. Fight me. Fight me if I'm wrong. Amen. Don't argue with us. Because you are not, nothing you said was controversial. No, I'm saying you better say the word that needs to be said. It's true. That's what what we're here for. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh. Yes. 
if y'all didn't hear anything else in this whole conversation, just hear that part and we will be, you will bless our hearts. <laughs> no, but listen to the whole episode if you really want to be, you know, if you're going to support, support. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, 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 this has been so good, ladies. Yes. I don't even want this in. I think it's always our kind of like our dynamic and we don't, we don't ever want to like, no. you know, back in the day when you were teenagers, like, you hang up first. You hang up. <laughs> I don't want to go. You know, yeah. We're gonna hang up together. So it's just, it's just, it's this is why it's like it's so when you haven't like received this type of like oh, I can't even package it in words. Like there's really no word for it, honestly. I mean it's it, it really is hard to put into words like the dynamic that that we have here. Yeah, when you break free from that cage. Man, man. <laughs> but this is what they don't want us to see. But we kiss, kiss, y'all. Ooh. We, are, we are full, full display, front page, <laughs> cover, whatever. Like, we are putting this on full display. This yes. is what it is. Yes. Um, and I'm, yeah, I love it. I, I thank men. So much in this. Women supporting women. Yes. Women of color supporting other women of color. Women leading yes. the charge. Like, just all the things, all the things, all the things. Thank you both so much. Before we kind of, let you go for real, for real. Cause you know, there's always like, y'all at the door, you got your keys in your hand, but we, right. we still having that last <laughs> conversation. So. I'm going to let you go, so, but you know, are there any new projects that you ladies have in the works for 2021 that can be together, separate, you know, let us know. Well, Crackers and Soup is actually working with Angie Jordan um, for her program called Podcast in a Box. And that is actually your vision of your podcast all the way to the fruition of your podcast. And that is up on our Instagram. Uh, The link is in our bio and you can click on that. And what you get is her marketing expertise and then once you figure out your strategy and you record your episodes, uh, Sherylline and I come into the mix and Sherylline creates b- your beautiful graphics. Uh, and that is from cover art all the way to um, your social media graphics. And then I edit all of the episodes. And the way that it's set up is it's for either one season, which equates to 10 episodes, or it's for two seasons, which equates to 20 episodes. Um, we also, again, thank you for asking about us, have Chatting Over Chowder, which is our podcast. And I'm going to um, spell that for the last word because we live in Massachusetts and we have thick Massachusetts accents. And I have chowder. no apologies about it. It's Chowder. <laughs> it's Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chatting Over Chowder, C-H-O-W-D-E-R, like the thick concentrated soup, Chatting Over Chowder. <laughs> Sherline, what do you want to promote? Throw out. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, and baby, that's why that I love you so much. <laughs> She's like, that's us. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> She's like, Bethany, whatever you tell me is going to be our new thing. That's, I guess, what we're doing. <laughs> No, thank you. This has been, of what? course, it's been just a bowl of fun. I know. Oh, okay. I didn't know we was going to get to the internet. <laughs> no, this has been such a bowl of fun. Oh, you see, I tried throwing like, you know, a little plate, a little bowl of uh, I see what you did there. 
Thank y'all so much for joining us. This has been such a joy. Before we head out, can you tell our listeners how they can connect with you? So we are on um, Instagram as B, as in boy, crackers in soup. And the reason why that's our handle is because I didn't have Sherilyn at the time and I fucked that up. So <laughs> we, we are on Facebook as crackers in soup. We are also on Instagram for chatting over chowder as the handle is chatting over chowder. And I had Sherilyn at that time, so I didn't fuck that up. Um, our Facebook page is chatting over chowder. Uh, where else are we found? We're on Pinterest, but our that's website. going to we do, we do have a website. <laughs> and it's stunning. And our website is only stunning because it's no longer the GoDaddy. It is the website that Sherilyn created. <laughs> And it is crackers, C-R-A-C-K-E-R-S, N-I-N, soup, S-O-U-P, dot com. Let me ask Sherlyn, Cher- are we anywhere else? No, you're good. You did good. <laughs> Do we have anything else for chatting over chatter? Is that it? That's it. Oh, we also have a YouTube oh, yes, channel. Um, that is crackers in soup and you will find audiograms that we've created, but mostly you'll find video episodes of chatting over chowder. Awesome. Yay. And all that will be linked to in our show notes. And we definitely know that because the person that we're talking to is going to be linking those for you. So <laughs> all of their information is going to be there. And um, yeah, plug in their season. Their first season has already has started. Yeah. Um, you can you can subscribe and tune in to those episodes now. I suggest you you know, before you turn off your Apple or your Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, that as soon as you press stop on this show, well, listen to the whole show. Don't press stop. Let it run through to the credits. And then you go straight on to chatting over chat. Thank you, ladies, so much. I'm so excited to watch you guys flourish in the way in which you're flourishing. Um, I know that you guys have secret squirrel like partnerships happening and it couldn't happen to two of the most sweetest funniest, loveliest, mothers, sisters, cousins, family members, because you guys are, are our family and you guys are our peoples and we just can't love on you guys enough. And if you go to our website and you click on podcasts, you will see Melanated Conversations as one of the podcasts that we work with and you'll see their stunning faces. And when Sherilyn put you guys on there, I clicked on it and I immediately sent her a text message. And I was like, I love how that looks so much. Y'all are all the things. And you're right. We are a family. Yes. Yes, yeah, because Bethany was about to get in her car and drive. I don't know how many miles from Massachusetts to come down. To <laughs> it's a win. Oh, it's a win. <laughs> That's when you know it's real. I don't have anything for the Tyrion. No. I'm a, no. I, I'll open up a whole nother conversation. And we've been at this for a while. <laughs> um, but if there she is... She said I wasn't going to say nothing else. And then she was like, um, but... <laughs> no, if there's nothing else, though... 
No, thank. I just want to say thank you all so much for coming on to our show and like sharing all the wonderful things with us, y'all that y'all are doing with us. And it's always a good time. It's a great time every time we get together. I am so looking forward to all the wonderful things that y'all have going on. Keep it going. Keep it going. Please, please, please. please. Y'all are both amazing, amazing people. Amazing women. Mm -hmm. Let me say that. Amazing women. Okay. Amazing women. Black women and women of color. Dominicans are let's let's Dominicans are black people who can speak another language. Let's let's not get it twisted. Dominican, I tell Sherline all the time. I'm like, you a black woman who can speak Spanish. Dominicans are black. So Two black women. Thank y'all. There um, was just a different stop on the boat. <laughs> that is all. That is literally the only thing. Y'all get better spices. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, they brought over for us. The climate is better, climate is better yeah. too. Um, but no, thank y'all so much for joining us today. This has been so much fun. There is never a dull moment whenever we are talking to Bethany and Sherilyn. It's yes. always good vibes. So thank y'all so so much. Thank you guys. Well, we've been doing this together in a long time. Oh, that is I can, so true. I can look at you and say it now. Well, until then, melanate on that. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. voice.